0: This is Women's Leadership Success, episode number 112. Do you know the secret that really successful people are using to build their brand, get promoted, increase their income, and get their dream job? It's LinkedIn, when done right. Did you know that your LinkedIn profile should be different from your resume, and why? Do you want to know the top four simple and easy things you can do to your LinkedIn profile to improve its look, influence, and impact? Then listen to part one of this special two-part series on how executive women can optimize their LinkedIn profile to build their brand, grow their network and influence, get a promotion, and increase their income, and maybe even get a better job. And be sure to listen to the mid-show update for me where I share a recent LinkedIn recommendation I received from a coaching client and a listener of this podcast who who earned a big promotion, radically increased her income, then got an even better job and was able to move with her husband to a great location.
1: Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast, showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brom and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life, no matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur. Join Sabrina for coaching and no nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line.
0: Good day. This is Sabrina Brahm with Women's Leadership Success.com. And today I have the great pleasure of talking to Donna Saruda. Donna Sarud. Serdula, did I say it wrong? After all, you did, <laughs> but yeah. you said it perfectly before. I it's know, Serdula, Serdula. Yes, and Donna is the author of this wonderful book, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. And um, Donna, tell us some of your background. How did you get involved in LinkedIn and and optimization?
2: Sure. You know, I, I'm not. I, I can't say that as a young girl, I wanted to help people with uh, telling their story and, and using the LinkedIn platform that you know it didn't even exist um, back then, of course. but um, it was in 2009 that I really realized that I needed to help people tell their story on LinkedIn, um, because it's hard for people. It's so hard to, to write about themselves. It's so hard to see themselves in an objective eye, uh, in an objective way. Um, and, and it's important because so many people in corporate or as entrepreneurs, um, you know, you're, you're walking into meetings, you're, you're, you're getting on the phone, you're having conferences, and people want to know who you are it's just a very natural thing it's who who am i walking into this meeting who am i going to be who am i going to be talking to who are they what are they about what do what do they represent this is so important and people are hungry for that uh, and and you know it's it's this huge opportunity it's a huge missed opportunity if all you do is copy and paste a resume or just for that matter just ignore it totally
0: well I have been ignoring it uh, until I got your book. I I mean, I was on LinkedIn, but I really wasn't utilizing it very much. And this, you know, one of the things I always say that differentiates my show from others is I read the whole book, which was pretty difficult to do because if, if you guys can see, this is a really thick book. What I found was it had all the answers I wanted and I've already made money off of it how did I do that? Because I'm talking to a client and they're saying, what should I do on on LinkedIn? I'm going, let's see page number 21. Okay. And then I would read it to them and I would tell them to get the book. So it's really helped me a lot already. And, but I want to start by just asking you some, so thank you for that, Donna. And I want to ask you some basic questions. Um, Why should a professional woman use LinkedIn? I mean so I I'm working at a company don't people already know who I am why why do I need to do this you know there is this quote
2: your your network is your net worth and and I truly believe that I think um even just looking you know in the past men just sort of naturally understood that and I think women are beginning to realize how powerful that network can be mm-hmm. and with LinkedIn this is your Network. It's all the people that you've met along the way. And, you know, oftentimes people that you've met and who have helped you and you've helped, they often will move on and, and go other places. And you want to be able to hold on to those connections. And LinkedIn is a fabulous way to keep those connections, to keep that network alive. It's, it's also a place for you to be able to tell your story. To really um, articulate your brand, who you are, what you do, what you represent, what you stand for. And like I said earlier, people want to know who they're doing business with. They're looking. You may not even know that they're looking, but they're looking. And very few people have their own website, but most people have a LinkedIn profile and that's where people land and they're hungry. They're looking to you to tell them what to think about you. That's, oh, that's, that's an
0: incredible amount of power. I, there's a quote in the book, it says, from you, it says, LinkedIn helps people connect with the opportunity. Really
2: does. And what does that opportunity mean? It could mean so many different things, Sabrina. It does not have to mean the next job. It could mean promotions. It could mean interview opportunities. It could mean speaking on a panel or a, a speaking opportunity. It, it could be anything. It really could be anything, Um, but those opportunities are out there. And you want to make sure that you're on LinkedIn in a manner that allows you to collide with those opportunities. Because a lot of times people don't even know that you exist, but they know that someone like you is out there and they're trying to to intersect with you. And the way they do that is through keywords. So you want to really be strategic with your presence on LinkedIn, because not only do you want to tell that warm human story of who you are, but you also want to make sure that you're you're sprinkling it with the keywords a person might be using to find someone like you.
0: That seems That seems really important. And after I realized I wasn't doing it, and then I started looking at several of my clients and all the clients I have are really talented high caliber people and several of them did not have good linkedin um, profiles i'm thinking of one man who was a a ceo of of a company and the company merged with another company and here he is unknown at the new company because it's like 10 times larger than the one he was in before And there's almost nothing on his LinkedIn about what his talents or capabilities are. Yeah. Yeah. And I have another woman who probably 30 years at the same company, also very, very talented. She said she's given her boss two weeks notice because she wants to kind of go in a different field. She's talking to headhunters. And she says, I'm not getting any responses. So I pull up her LinkedIn as she's talking to me. And it's, it's almost like a desert LinkedIn. There's nothing there. And so, wow. Talk about missed yeah. opportunities. Right.
2: Here's, here's an opportunity to show your relevance, right? To show your enthusiasm, to really give that story of, of who you are and mm-hmm. what you do and how you help. And nothing's there. And, you know, so here's the other, here's the flip side, Sabrina. And this is what I see just as often, which is someone has gone in and they put all this effort in. They've described themselves to a T 10 years ago. (laughs) And suddenly they're like, why am I getting pigeonholed? Why do I keep doing the things that I don't like doing? right well that's because the way you've just defined yourself on your profile as well as your resume and all these other documents you say that you love doing you know customer service or whatever it might be you're, you it's not that you're being pigeonholed you have just made your brand you've you've defined a brand that is everything that you don't want to be doing but the brand is doing what it's supposed to be doing which is defining you and explaining you and introducing you in that way and so all of us, and and we're all guilty of this, and it's something that's on all of us. Every few months, and especially every few years, you have got to say, let me stop and let me look at all of my outposts. Everything that has me out there, how am I representing myself? Because it's so easy for it to get out of date.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, uh, a woman contacted me, she's a financial advisor, she sounded really, really great. So I go to her LinkedIn, and I look at her education, and it says 12 years studying nutrition. And it was like, what? So that just totally threw me off from hiring her for anything, because um, that's great to study nutrition, but it didn't tell me she had any Expertise, at yeah. financial things. Well, yeah, financial advisors have it hard. They have so much. There's, there's, there's
2: compliance and regulations as to what they can put out there, and so it is difficult for them. Um, at the same time. I would say to anyone who is a financial advisor see how far you can go see what story you can tell don't make promises don't you know ensure right. you know returns that you you can't but I do think and and when we've worked with financial advisors we often have talked about all right well maybe you can't maybe because of this you know these this compliance you can't tell the story of what you're doing day to day but maybe you can talk about some philanthropic activities that you're doing and other missions and and beliefs to give that person who is looking a really good, warm feeling of who you are and what you do.
0: I love it. I'm thinking of another vice president of a company that I helped with his resume, and it was a great resume. But then I looked at his LinkedIn profile, and that's what he had on the top of his profile was the opening statement of the resume. Um, can you talk about why should a resume be different? different. <laughs> <laughs> what? Be different. I know it's almost crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well,
2: you know what? I think for a very long time, and I, I, I will say I blame LinkedIn because LinkedIn has, has said from the very beginning days, um, your, your LinkedIn profile is your online resume. It's not. Do not believe that it's not your online resume. Your resume should align you very specifically for that next position. Whereas your LinkedIn profile, it's out there for everybody and anyone to see. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to have... Um, a lot of those those hard numbers, and you know, oh, I saved my you know present company from bankruptcy three times in the past four years. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be very careful with that messaging. Uh-huh. Um, and and like I said, it's public; anyone and everybody can see it. So you want to be very careful um, with what you put out there. Um, but at the same time, your LinkedIn profile should not be aligning you very specifically for the next job, especially if you're currently working at another job. Right? This is your digital introduction. It's your first impression. And you want it to tell that story, uh, that, that manifesto of who you are. And you want a person to read it and feel really good about who you are and what you offer. And you want them to request your resume. And when they request the resume, when they do look at it, it needs to build. Yes, the positions should have the same titles, it should have the right dates, you know, that. I do want it to have a a reflection, but at the same time, I want a person to want to request that resume because if you give everything away right up
0: front, they can dismiss you without even talking to you. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. One of the key free tools you can use in LinkedIn that reinforces your professional skills, influence, and credibility that's guaranteed to advance your career and get new clients are recommendations. Nothing has more impact or social proof than the actual experience and sentiment of an influential colleague or a happy client. Here's a very recent recommendation in my LinkedIn profile from one of my executive coaching clients who found me from this podcast. Here's her recommendation. I've worked with Sabrina for several years on my leadership development Sabrina coached me to increase my influence and impact in extremely visible professional roles, and it helped me to better utilize and support my teams. Sabrina's 30 years of experience gave me incredible insight. I had worked with top-level coaches before, and Sabrina's talent and ability exceeded anything I had ever experienced. She had a unique ability to not only help me achieve my objectives, but to also notice important things that I should focus on. She was able to share cutting-edge research and ideas that she had developed that shed a new perspective on situations and problems. Her suggestions have moved my employers, as well as my teams, to new levels of improved culture and innovative ideas. Sabrina's coaching has led to many significant personal developments in my life, such as raises, promotions, getting exciting new roles. I know that it took years off my learning curve. My confidence in myself as a leader jumped tremendously. Her integrity and sage advice, sprinkled with humor and laughter, made the process easy and fun. I highly recommend Sabrina... To anyone or to any corporation or firm that wants to increase their leadership, confidence, influence, or profits. I share this recommendation not to brag, although I do love helping clients be successful, but to give you an example of what a good recommendation should look like. I encourage you to read this for yourself and many of the others on my LinkedIn profile. And lastly, before we get back to the second half of my interview with Donna, if you or your company want to get similar results like I just shared, I do have limited space open now for executive coaching, consulting, or strength finders training for a team or an individual. Just contact me via womensleadershipsuccess.com dot com or sabrina dot com or message me in LinkedIn what so you're on LinkedIn and what's the value of being active to You know, for instance, responding to things that are up on LinkedIn, um, interacting with people. So, you know, I think, let let me, let me mention this to you, because I think this is
2: a really helpful way of framing LinkedIn, right? Because so many people say, all right, how do I get started? What do I do? Like, can I get, should I get active? There's actually, I have a methodology and I call it SOAR, SOAR to success (laughs) on LinkedIn. And SOAR is an acronym. Okay. So SOURCE stands for, the first letter is S, it stands for strategize. You need to first, before you do anything, I want you to think, why am I on LinkedIn? What does success mean to me? What am I hoping to achieve? Am I on it because I'm looking subtly for my next position? Or am I doing this because I want to be seen as a thought leader? Am I doing this because I want to prospect and sell more? You know, what What are you really on it for? What are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. You need to know, all right? In addition to that, you want to think, what are the key words that a person might be using to find me? Write them down. What do you think a person would be looking for? Is it project management? Is it, uh, you know executive business coach, you know, what are the words that a person might use? Oftentimes, you know, I remember years ago talking to a woman and she was, she said, I'm a CPA. I'm a CPA and I rarely get found on LinkedIn. Do you know the words accountant (laughs) did not show up (laughs) once on her profile? I said, let's, what, like, what do you really do? Oh, you're a tax advisor. Oh, you also have bookkeeping services. Like, let's really dive in and let's think of all of the things that you do. Uh-huh. So you, you really want to think like, okay, am I, you know, are you a writer or are you a freelance? You know, because a lot of times we like to say, oh, I'm a wordsmith who's searching for wordsmith? <laughs> <laughs> right. So really be, you know, be as direct as you can and think of all the different ways a person might refer to you. Uh-huh. So you want to have those keywords. And then you the last thing in under strategize is you really want to start thinking about your target audience. What do they need to know about you? Right? Like what's important to them? And, and don't just say, oh, the whole world, the whole world is my oyster here. no. <laughs> There, there is a, there is a target here. There, there, are people who are going to help you meet that goal. So let's let's think about them. Let's think about their their wants and their needs. Okay. Now that we've got strategize, then we we're now at O, optimize. You got to write that profile to your target audience with those keywords and towards the goal of what you're you're trying to accomplish. So what that means to you is, let's say you're in sales. Right. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And, you know, and a person who's in sales might be saying, I can prospect, I can sell snow to an Eskimo. I have no problem cold calling and prospecting. But what if you're in sales and your target audience is your, your, is your client, your, those prospects, do they want to hear that? That would turn them off right? But if you are in sales and you're looking for your next sales job and your target audience is a recruiter, go right ahead. Tell that story of, of, you know, understanding solution selling. But you really need to be very clear with that message. All right. So now, so we have optimize. Write that story. Don't be shy. You know, those who are more qualified will keep reading through. You don't need to think, oh, I'm trying too hard. Those people who are like, oh, you're trying too hard. They're the ones who don't try at all. All right. So so definitely put forth your best foot and tell that story. All right. After, so we have S for strategize, O for optimize,
0: A, amplify. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. I just have, I think of so many women that I've worked with that go, oh, I feel funny bragging about myself or, you know. And And that
2: is an issue women have. I mean, yeah. I see it every day. I see it every day. Men have no problem. No problem talking about their successes ad really? nauseum. Women struggle, but here's the thing. I'm not saying brag, right? Okay. I'm talking about telling your story. I'm not saying say, oh, I'm a great leader. You know, talk about how you motivate your team, right? It's it's a different way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. if if you can't do it if it's just one of those things where you cannot sit down and write about yourself. You're out in your garage cleaning or you're, you know, you've you decided to reorganize every shelf in your kitchen because this is something that is so psychically painful. And it is for a lot of people. I mean, you're not, this is not an unusual state to find yourself. Outsource. Get yourself a writer and have and work with someone to do it for you because you don't want to miss this opportunity because of that discomfort.
0: I love it. Okay, now I amplify. Okay, amplify. <laughs> Let's talk about amplify. So amplify,
2: you need to have a network, right? In order to amplify your your message, you need an audience. And the way you do that is you need to connect with people. You want to make sure that you, you go through your, in your head, you go through your career. Go back to, you know, when you were in school, your classmates. Think about, you know, the people who you worked alongside. Think in terms of vendors and clients. Think in terms of bosses, professional service providers, all of those people that you've met along the way you want to be connecting to them, all right? When you connect they're following you, you're following them, and you have access to their network of first-degree connections. So when you connect, you're not just connecting with them, you're connecting with their entire network. This is where most people really struggle. They, 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 they do the strategize, they do the optimize, but they don't build a strong enough network, and then they never get the traction When a person is searching LinkedIn, and I'm not talking about the people who pay for LinkedIn, but I'm talking about the regular person who's out there. um, and, And this actually fits with a lot of recruiters. You know, they're searching LinkedIn. They are searching. When you search by keyword, not by name, but you're searching by keyword, you are searching your first degree network, your second degree network, your third degree network, and any members of groups that you've joined. That's it everyone else is out of network and you're not going to see their full name and they're deeply hidden in the results. So if you're not getting found for opportunity, you've either haven't optimized and you haven't put in the right keywords or you just don't have a big enough network.
0: So that makes a total sense. And, and it's a, a confusing area for me. So people I don't know say, can I be your your, what is it? Your friend, on- hey, can I connect? Can I be a first-degree connection? And I'm confused about when to say okay and when not to say okay. So let me give you an example. I have a friend that just um, she just got a job at it. I'm going to just say a Fortune 100 company. And so I'm saying congratulations, and then people from that company said, "Oh, do you want to be friends or connect?" Would you like to connect? Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Do I, do I want just anybody or, or let me give you another example. Somebody who uh, says, oh, I'm a um, PR expert on LinkedIn and I want to connect with you. And then those people, the minute they connect, they're like, hey, I've got this they're thing. I want, to see you. I want to I want to sell you a $10,000 course and they're pouncing yeah. me. So I'm a little- confused. We call that the pitch slap. <laughs> the pitch what? The pitch slap. Yeah, they definitely. They slap you with their pitch. Right, yeah. it's like we're not even shaking hands yet and already they're trying to sell me something. It's such a turnoff. Yeah. How do I, any so, rules around that or suggestions? You know, at one time,
2: at one time, with LinkedIn, in order for a person to follow you in your posts, they needed to be first degree connections. Otherwise they would not see any of your posts. So in order for you to have that ability to amplify, you had to connect with everybody and their brother. It's not true anymore because now they have the follow button. And so, if I don't know you all that well right now, um, but I want to follow all of the good stuff that you're posting, I could hit follow. I'm not a first degree connection, but I'm now subscribed to your activity on LinkedIn. And what's nice about that is when you follow a person, you're going to see their posts, and you can jump into the comments, you can like, or you can jump into the comments and 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 you know engage. With that author about you know oh I really love this article what do you think about this and you can start to create forge a friendship and then once you've done that a few times then it's very normal and very natural to hit hey let's let's connect now that we we know each other mm-hmm. that is a very um, I think that's a very natural way of, of doing it. Um, now, there are still people out there who want to connect because they still want to have that large network because it really does behoove them in, in terms of search. But I, I say this, look at their profile. Do they look professional? Is there some, some type of a synergy there? And if there is, go ahead, connect. If they, if they, if they pitch to slap you, you can always remove them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, we don't know each other just yet. How about you follow me and, you know, then let's connect. But yeah, I I, I don't want though to put too many gates, too many obstacles in the way, you know, if you've met the person at some point, connect, it's, it's a good thing to do. And you may find that it strengthens your relationship later.
0: Okay. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so in terms of a powerful profile, what are the top three things you would suggest starting with?
2: You know, I think the the, the top three are relatively easy areas, but they make, they're, they're hugely impactful. All right. So the very first thing is a background graphic. So anyone who's, who's listening, what I want you to do is pull up your, your profile and take a look is right behind your profile picture. Do you see something that looks slightly uh, grayish green and stripy? If, if that's the way your background graphic looks, you have not uploaded a background image, <laughs> All right, That's, that's the default. <laughs> okay. Now I'm looking at your Sabrina. You have, you have a background image, so you're good to go. You've got something there. Um, if you have that grayish green, but here's the thing, let's, let's go, let's, let's take another step. Let's say, look, maybe you don't, maybe you did upload something, but does it reflect, does it illustrate your brand? Or is it just something that you found to be cute? I can't tell you how many people have like, you know, a picture of the beach because they're, you know, they love the shore they love, you know, the ocean. And if that's really a big part of your brand, I mean, there's some CEOs who um, who really, you know, they've made, you know, being that surfer part of their image, that's fine. But if you just did it because you think it's pretty, I would challenge you to go back and find an image that really reflects how you want people to see you. You know, find that image. Maybe it's of your building. Maybe it's of your team. Maybe it's you, you know, doing something. In you know, in terms of your career. Um, or maybe it's you could even think of something a little bit more, you know, maybe if you want to be seen as wise, maybe it's it's like a swooping owl. <laughs> or, you know, you do insurmountable tasks, maybe it's that mountain climber. Like that's that works too. Uh-huh. But just recognize that that image is powerful and it really gets a person thinking about you in a certain way so you don't want to just slam something up there you know really find something interesting you can use Canva and create like a montage you can put your tagline on the top there there's so much that you can do once we have that done i want you to look at your profile picture and you know was it was it taken within the last 3 years is it a professionally taken photo you know, people wanna do business with successful people and nothing says success more than a professionally taken headshot. You wanna earn money, you gotta look like money. So find yourself a photographer and I don't want a portrait. I don't want a portrait. A lot of photographers out there do portrait photography where you look pretty and you look soft. I, want, I don't want you to look pretty. I want you to look powerful in this headshot. So you need a photographer who, who really specializes in that business headshot. Make sure you're looking directly into the lens, make sure you're smiling and you look friendly, you look approachable. That's what we're going after. Once, once we're done there. All right. So that's now, now on number three, the third one is your headline. All right. So when you're looking at that top part of your profile, it's the background image, it's your picture it's your name, and then it's your headline. And your headline follows you throughout LinkedIn. It's not just relegated to the top of your profile. When a person searches and you turn up in search results, they're seeing your picture, they're seeing your name, they're seeing your headline. When you're posting on LinkedIn, they're seeing your picture, they're seeing your name, they're seeing your headline. When you're messaging someone on LinkedIn, I don't have to keep repeating it. (laughs) You get the point. This headline is huge. It also... I didn't know that by the way, I, that's, Oh, I, that's great to know. It, it is, it, it's something very few people even realize, but it's always there. It's also, it also really feeds the, the search algorithm. So when, when you type in, oh, I, you know, uh, strengths assessment, if you have strengths assessment in your headline, that means you're going to get a little bit of a push up higher into the search results. So it's it's a very sensitive field in terms of search. Um, you want to, you, you have 220 characters. You want to infuse it with your keywords, but you also want it to tell your message. You know, talk about, you know, how you help others, but you don't want to be overly salesy. I think all of us have seen those salesy, salesy headlines, you know, uh, g- lead generation specialists getting you 3,000, you know, interviews. Yeah. You know, really use it, you know, what is your title? You know, what are your your three main um, strengths? You know, and then put in a benefit statement. I also love it when people infuse a hobby because it's a great talking point. It's a great way of finding commonality. Now, it's really hard to do this headline. It's 220 characters. Um, what I did is I worked with a developer and we created an app. It's on my website. So if you visit linkedin-makeover.com and you go to free resources, I have a LinkedIn headline generator and you just click, click, click. You fill in a couple fields and it spits out an optimized headline that you can immediately copy and paste into your, your headline. You'll get more, more views and more hits to your profile.
0: Wow. I can't wait to do that. That's, that's exciting. That is really exciting. Um, so I have one other question I'd like to ask you, and this is so helpful. I know it's just going to help so many people to be more successful in their businesses, just from uh, optimizing their LinkedIn. And I had asked you if you'd be willing to do two shows. So after the next question, we're going to stop and then we'll record the second show, which will Come a little bit after the first one. So th- thank you for being willing to do that. My pleasure. So my last question is okay, so I'm just learning how to use LinkedIn. I've never paid for LinkedIn. And I'm so I'm and I'm kind of skulking around. Looks like it's it looks like it's at least $60. I'm not sure you get a month for free. But why do why do I want to pay for it? help me understand this yeah you know and and i will say this to pretty much everyone who's listening
2: don't even worry about it use the free one do not let don't don't waste your time thinking should i should i upgrade should i upgrade don't even think that because when it's time to upgrade you're going to know <laughs> you are absolutely going to know it's going to be like a baseball bat to your face you will know. So this is what I say, rather than worrying about whether to upgrade, what I want you to do is use LinkedIn. Use it, have fun with it, add as much value as you can, optimize that profile, build your network, connect with people, research people, research companies, really use it to to develop yourself. That's what I want you to be focused in on. But what's going to happen is, after a while, you're going to say, wait, you know what? It's funny. LinkedIn is only showing me the last five people who checked out my profile, but I want to see the last 90 days because there's so many people viewing. I can't keep up with. It's just this constant rolling. So I want to see all 90 days. I also want to make sure that I can connect with. I can reach anybody. I can message anyone, and anyone can message me, regardless of whether I'm connected to them. Because this is this this seat of opportunity, and I want people to be able to reach out to me.
0: Okay, so if, so, if I'm not, if I'm not, if they're not in my three degrees,
2: first degree,
0: first degree, then if they look at my profile and they go, "Wow, I'd really like to hire her," they don't have a way to contact me. The only way
2: that they can message you is through sending you an invite to connect.
0: Okay. And if I have the premium, they could actually... You you can
2: turn on open profile and anyone can message you.
0: Wow. Okay. That's that's
2: a big deal. Yeah. so, So all of you listening, visit my LinkedIn profile, click on message, and you can see that anyone can message me, whether they're directly connected to me or not directly connected to me.
0: Wow. So right now my the people who listen to my show couldn't directly message me. That's that right there is a good reason for me to do it cuz I'd yeah. like people to be able to do that. Wow, that's very good.
2: The third reason why a person might want to consider upgrading. Okay. It's that they they are using LinkedIn either for prospecting or recruiting reasons and they're going into that search bar and they're typing in Um, you know, a whole bunch of keywords, looking to find someone, looking to find a candidate, looking to find a lead. You have only so many of those searches a month before you hit their limit. And at that point, you need to be using recruiter or the sales navigator to get unlimited searches. So, and that sometimes affects, sadly enough, it affects job seekers who oftentimes are doing searches for companies. And after a while, it might be the 15th of the month and you've hit the, you've hit our limit.
0: Wow. Very, very interesting. A lot to think about here. And I'm sure people will want to listen to this uh, interview more than once because it's so good, full of good information so we're going to end here in a minute. Um, in part two, we're going to talk about how to use LinkedIn to get a promotion or a better job, and we're going to share specific t- tips um, and answer some questions that people in the audience have had. So thank you so much, Donna. And Thank you uh, for having me. Look forward to talking to you again. Bye for now. Absolutely. Hey, wasn't that great? Stay tuned for part two coming out soon where we'll give you specific LinkedIn tips on how to effectively network inside your company and a secret tip that will radically bump up your chances of getting a new job in a competitive environment. Also check out the changes I made to my profile from Donna's Great Advice. They are amazing. Be sure to follow me or connect with me on LinkedIn so you can get a special leadership tips I post and updates to my upcoming shows that you will love. And don't forget, if you're ready to take your leadership, team, or even your whole company to a new level, I have just two spots open for new coaching, consulting, or training projects. Contact me via womensleadershipsuccess.com, sabrinabraum.com, or message me on LinkedIn. Thank you, and thanks for listening.
1: Thank you for joining your host, Sabrina Brahm, on another Women's Leadership Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email her at Sabrina at SabrinaBram.com.